0: Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, thanks for joining me again this week on the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm happy to be your host again today. I'm a chiropractor and certified medical laser safety officer, and I'm bringing you information today about the cost effectiveness of laser therapy. Isn't that just the sexiest title you've heard for a podcast? Cost effectiveness. How exciting, right? Not in most cases, but I think this is an important topic to cover, and I'm going to make it applicable to you, so stick with me here. We're going to be talking about cost-effectiveness from two perspectives, both of which you should care about as a healthcare provider. The first perspective is the patient perspective, and what cost-effectiveness means to your patient. And then the second perspective is for you directly, as a provider. From your perspective, what is the cost-effectiveness of laser therapy. Is it really worth it? And these two questions right here are the main obstacles to providers actually using laser therapy in their practice. Let's break this down and get into it. Let's go with the patient perspective first. What does your patient want to know about laser therapy? Do they want to know the science of how it interacts with the mitochondria? N- no. They-, they want to know, is this going to work for me and how much is this going to cost, right? That's probably the questions you answer all day every day with whatever kind of therapy you are doing in clinic or with whatever kind of surgical procedure you are doing or whatever kind of supplements or medications you are prescribing. So let's talk about how laser therapy can work for your patients and how much it can cost. Your patient is looking for a couple of topics. Number one is that risk-benefit analysis. Your patient, whether they know it or not, is gonna evaluate what are the side effects, how does this how is this risky to me, including what's the risk that I spend my money and don't get anything for it. They're always, patients are always doing this risk-benefit analysis for whatever is on your care plan. If laser therapy is part of your care plan, that is what they are doing. They are saying, all right. What are the risks of doing this particular treatment? What are the side effects? What are the risks of it not even benefiting me at all? How much benefit can I get out of this for this risk? And the fantastic thing about laser is that the risk, the actual side effect risk, is almost nothing. And that gives your patient kind of a sheltered, environment to go okay well if there's no real side effects if there's no real risk of like me getting worse then that really negates a large portion of that risk uh, side of the risk benefit analysis that they are doing in their heads so then the only real remaining risk that the patient's going to be thinking of is what if this does not work so when you approach a decision like this with your patient and you're helping them to advise them on this risk-benefit analysis that they're doing in their heads. Again, whether they realize it or not, they're doing it. What you need to do is give them the correct information so they can make this correct decision. Now, if you've already decided that laser therapy needs to be a part of their care plan, you've already done that risk-benefit analysis for them, and you have decided this makes sense. So you need to communicate that to the patient in a way that makes sense then to them as well. So you need to be able to talk to the patient about, how laser therapy has a lack of side-effects, being able to descriptively tell them what the cost of the treatment is, the benefits you're expecting them to get, and then the time frame you're expecting those benefits in, those are four critically important pieces of talking to a patient so that they can complete this risk-benefit analysis and come out making the correct decision. Or even if they don't decide to pursue that portion of the care plan that you've recommended, they are going into this with good information. Now, many doctors are a little fuzzy on the benefits to be expected and the timeframe in which to expect benefits. If you need help with that, please get in contact with us here at Laser Therapy Institute. We can help give you expectations. But what I can say for really all conditions and all patients is that you should have an idea Of when to do a re-exam so that you can track the patient's progress if you don't do re-exams if you don't reevaluate that patient's progress then everything is very vague and when things are vague they become larger risks in that patient's risk-benefit analysis all right the next step is that this investment has to make sense for the patient and it is an investment the patient's going to spend money to get something to have some type of change in their health and therefore it's an investment in themselves, and it has to make sense right what they are going to spend on laser has to make sense in the spectrum of choices they might have so let's talk about a very simple one here a sprain of the ankle if the patient has an ankle sprain and it's minor and you recommend 40 treatments of laser therapy at say 100 bucks a piece That is probably not going to be an investment that makes sense to that patient when their alternative is to just wait for it to get better. Maybe immobilize it, elevate it, even do a few visits of rehabilitative exercises. So that's not going to make much sense. Your patient buy-in there is going to be pretty minimal. Let's change the condition, though. And let's talk about diabetic neuropathy. Now you're talking about 40 visits, maybe at 100 bucks a piece and the patient's only alternatives are lifelong medication, suddenly that's a much more palatable investment for the patient because their alternatives are very poor and also still expensive and still leaves them with the same or worsening level of dysfunction as what they have right now. Now, I'm just using those conditions and those numbers for examples. I'm not trying to give you clinical guidance here. Nothing that I go over here on this podcast is meant to replace a clinician's excellent judgment and decision-making. That is on you. But these are just examples of how you need to think about this, because this is the way the patient's thinking about it. This is an investment for them. Does it make sense? Is the risk-benefit analysis tilted in the favor of benefit? Because if it's not, your patients will say, No thanks, every time. Put yourself in those patients' shoes and say, if I was a patient, would this make sense to me? Would the way that I am describing this service make sense to me as a patient? That being said, don't make financial decisions for your patients. You don't know what their financial situation is. It's not really your job to decide if they've got enough money for something. If you believe the service is worth it and it's a good decision for them, you need to present it as such and then let them figure out how they're going to go about covering the financial cost of that, whether it's going to be covered through their insurance or whether it's going to be something they pay for out of pocket. I can't tell you how many times I've had a patient complain about their finances and their lack of a job or their lack of savings or whatever it is, and then we present the care plan about what this patient needs, and they immediately just sign a check, and they walk out the door, and they're happy. and. If we had made the presumption that, oh, well, they're complaining about finances, they probably can't afford whatever it is that they need, then we wouldn't have presented that correctly to them. As healthcare practitioners, it's our job to recommend the services that are medically necessary. You should be doing that. You shouldn't be recommending things that aren't necessary. And you should be recommending what that patient needs and telling them why and helping them make that correct decision. Ultimately, it is up to that patient to decide what they're going to go with. As a provider, if you are not sure how to present these facets to your patients, then get a hold of us. We can help with your laser therapy education so that you have the knowledge base to be able to confidently talk to your patients about this and understand how to communicate why the patient needs this particular service. So that that's your patient's perspective. You have to think about that first. Does this make sense from my patient's perspective? Is it, a, is it a worthwhile investment for them? Does the cost or I'm sorry, does the risk benefit analysis really have the payoff that they need to be able to see to sign into your care plan? And then the next perspective is the healthcare provider's perspective. And the number one most important factor on this perspective of, you know, is laser therapy worth it? Is it cost effective? When it comes to the provider's perspective, you have to know that you're providing a valuable service because deep down, if you think you're not providing something that has value, then you will not confidently be able to communicate to the patient about it, and you will have a really hard time asking for patients to pay for it. Deep down, you have to feel that you are providing something very beneficial for your patients. And this is something that can derail PTs and chiropractors and family medicine docs all the time. I've had family medicine docs talk to me about how dissatisfied they are with writing prescriptions out all day and not having real tools to be able to help a lot of their patients. I've had chiropractors say that they don't believe they're really providing a valuable service to their patients through chiropractic adjusting. I've had PTs who say, all I am is a glorified massage therapist, and I don't feel like I'm really offering the value that I want to offer to my patients. And the same thing applies to anyone who is offering laser therapy, because if you are not convinced that it is a valuable, worthwhile product that you are able to help people with, you're going to feel like trash about what you're doing and that's not fair to you that's not fair to your patients so to understand is laser therapy a valuable service that you can feel good about giving this to your patients i found that looking at the research on laser therapy really helps to give you that confidence going in once you start seeing results in your clinic with laser this becomes very easy but initially this is a huge obstacle for providers to overcome because they don't know it sounds like this kind of woo-woo magical red light thing is supposed to make you better that's really easy to be doubtful deep down that it's gonna be helpful for people and if you're doubtful you will communicate that unintentionally to your patients and they will pick up on it and in many cases just not buy into that care plan To learn more about the research, subscribe to this podcast, go check out our blogs, check out the resources page on lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can even get a free ebook about how to educate yourself and your patients on why laser therapy is a good service to have. Now, if if you feel good about that, if you know that laser therapy is a valuable service you can provide to your patients, then the next question you've got to be able to answer is, is this profitable for me? and this is one that a lot of us providers don't even like to ask but we have to if you're running a business if you're running a clinic you have to or someone has to answer the question is this profitable can this be profitable for me for my clinic if it's not profitable then you can't keep the lights on it doesn't matter how good you are at it, it doesn't matter how many treatments you do if it's not something you can be profitable with then you can't keep the lights on, you can't keep your staff paid, and then you'll be out of business helping no one. So you have to be able to make a profit from this. And it starts with knowing that you're providing this valuable service so that you feel comfortable charging for it. Can this be profitable for many practitioners? Absolutely, whether you're a chiropractor, a PT, oncologist, whether you're in the orthopedic field, this can be a profitable service that you add in and the biggest question that most medical providers ask me is well can i bill insurance and the answer to that in many cases is yes not in every case it depends on the state it depends on your licensure and your scope of practice it depends on the insurance policies in that state but yes in many cases you can bill insurance for this particular service many providers choose to keep it as a cash-based service though because it is so much easier on documentation and your collections are right up front and it's really not hard if you know how good this is to be able to sell this to a patient in a cash-based service so then we get to the question of return on investment because these lasers are not cheap and and i'll give you the warning here don't cheap out don't go buying something off of amazon or ebay for a couple hundred bucks and, and then go trying to get good results because it's not going to happen if you're going to do laser therapy in a clinical environment then you need a high quality machine if you want some help figuring out which machines which brands might be best fit for your environment get a hold of us also we can help you calculate what that ROI needs to be we can work with you to figure out how much you need to be charging so that you can pay these machines off and make the profit that you really do need to be making let me bring you some extra information from uh, Dr. Jan Tunay, who published a guest editorial in Photobiomodulation, Photomedicine, Laser Surgery last year, in 2020. Uh, this is titled, Is Photobiomodulation Therapy Cost-Effective? He says, the use of photobiomodulation therapy in ambulatory medical care seems to offer a considerable reduction of public tax spending. Now, in this particular case, he's referring back to saving money by using light therapy for wound care in Sweden. And in this particular case that he's referring to, he states that 50% of the ulcerations, hard to heal ulcerations, healed in six weeks of photobiomodulation therapy. He says the cost of obtaining devices and staff training seems negligible, and the advantages for patients is obvious, that pharmaceuticals are indispensable for this group of patients, but, Since light therapy reduces pain already during the early phase of treatment, the consumption of painkillers and anti-inflammatory pharmaceuticals can be reduced, and the long-term side effects reduced. That is an important step there, that we're not only reducing the cost of care overall, but also helping patients avoid medications, painkillers, anti-inflammatory pharmaceuticals, and their long-term side effects. That's a big factor. Now he does say that success does not come automatically by adding photobiomodulation or light therapy, but that with the right protocols, it can be successful and it can save money, time, effort, and drug side effects. So to recap, you've got two perspectives you need to be able to look at here when you're deciding, is laser therapy worth it? First of all, the patient has to be able to make that correct risk benefit analysis based on the information that you're giving them that the risk is minimal and the potential for benefit is large they also have to know based on that that this investment they're about to make of their time their effort and their money is going to have a good payout for them and payout in terms of health benefits now as a provider you have to be able to know that you're providing a valuable service so that you feel comfortable charging for that service, so that this can be profitable for you, and that your return on investment for that laser purchase of buying that machine is going to actually pay off. We can help you with every single one of those steps if you're not sure. Go to the website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can get a hold of us. There's free resources, free downloadables there. Check it out. Message us if you need some additional help. But I will see you back here again for more research, more perspectives, next week. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.